Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk more Loki on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Episode 5, it is called Journey into Mystery, and there was a... I mean, there was a lot of mystery in this episode, Aurora, but I don't <laughs> think the... At the end of the day, when you do a head count... There was a lot of mystery, but I think there was way more, like, if you're looking, if you're one of those people who loves looking for Easter eggs in a show, mm-hmm. whole, like, I feel like every frame of this episode was littered with Easter yeah. eggs. Um, yeah, I think I've never, like, rewound an episode so much <laughs> as this one. Just, like, did I see that right? I just go back to see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this started immediately for me uh i mean i guess i guess we'll talk about it actually you know what before we jump into this episode um i know it's very early going so i i wouldn't be surprised if you hadn't yet but have you had a chance to see black widow yet not yet okay i'm waiting my family's coming uh, to visit next week this well actually tomorrow fun and I'm waiting for them to be here so that we can all go together. Oh, yes. that's excellent. Um, mm-hmm. I went to see uh, So obviously we won't talk about it on this episode, but uh, I went to see it. Um, I went to see it yesterday uh, mm-hmm. afternoon and it was good. Uh, it was like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's difficult where to to talk about anything without really spoiling anything it it doesn't really there is a there is a post-credit scene because it's marvel so of course mm-hmm. uh and that does tie into the things in the mcu going forward especially i think as it relates to uh one of the television series that is going to be coming up later this year Okay. It definitely ties into that and features, uh, if you remember us talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we talked a little bit about a character who was supposed to debut in the Black Widow movie, and that character was also mm-hmm. in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's what yes. that scene has to deal with in the post-credits. But right. other than that, it is largely just a flashback movie, but it's good it is a fun time, and more than anything, Aurora, I just had fun seeing a movie in a movie theater again. Yeah, that is, that's going to feel surreal. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, I, 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 previously, I hadn't really gone to a lot of movies anyway, just because it was mm-hmm. an expense I couldn't really bear. And 
uh, I think the last time I'd even been in a theater to see a movie was Endgame. I didn't even mm-hmm. see that last Spider-Man movie in theaters. I saw it after the fact. So, gosh, I didn't even—I don't even remember what was the last movie I saw in the theaters. <laughs> it's, it's been—it it feels like forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't go to see one all throughout 2020. I was looking forward yeah. to some 2020 movies. This was going to be one of them, Black Widow, but it got pushed. Obviously, right. So. Yep, that is the first movie I went to see in a theater, and it was just wonderful to yes. have the big screen and the yeah, sound. I miss like the smell of popcorn oh, and just like oh, the I taste of popcorn. Of yes, <laughs> I mean I've had popcorn plenty of times in. But the it's last not the year, same. But... It's like a different experience when you're doing it in yep. a movie theater, right? Yeah, it's not the same. Those giant <laughs> round bowls. Yes, that there's so much popcorn in. Yep. It's yep. just being it's annoyed perfect. by people talking over the movie. Like, yeah, that's, hearing that's hearing someone's phone that they clearly forgot to turn the sound <laughs> off on and they didn't get the hint after the first time and you hear it two or three more times. Yes. Yes. Got all of that all experience. Part of, all part of it. It's, <laughs> it's all part of the communal event, Aurora. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about um, a communal event of a different kind. Everybody's watching this show and talking about it. We're just not in a giant theater uh, watching it together, but I could. I could sit down and like do three hours of Loki, take a small intermission, and then come back and watch another three hours. Uh, mm-hmm. I could do this. I don't know what... I do have I, I do have done something to share now that you said that this is something that everybody's doing okay. because I have a neighbor that I I know because she's my neighbor but we always only have done like small talk. Oh, okay. So, like we're friends, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like you know, weather's nice today, I, that sort of thing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I saw her um, this week. We were both watering our plants, and she was like, oh, "Hi, how are you?" And you know, I said hi. And then for some reason, she asked me if I was watching any interesting shows. Oh, <laughs> and I said, okay. and I said, "Well, I'm kind of obsessed with Loki," and she just freaked out. <laughs> it seemed like she was waiting for to talk to someone about Loki. <laughs> like no one in her family watches it. And she was like, oh, my God, that show is amazing. And we've talked like for an hour about the show. Oh, that's so cool, though. (laughs) So, yeah, everybody's watching this show, I think. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's like an open door for friendship or something. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I was like, I had no idea she was a a nerd. Like you guys could have watch parties or something or hang out. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was awesome. That's really great. (laughs) Um. I mean, I thought you were going to say, like, she happened to be wearing one of our T-shirts, Aurora. But, I mean, this is... <laughs> That'd be amazing. That is slight, that's slight, it's still cool what she did, but yes. less cool yes. than if she was wearing, like, a, a Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nexus being T-shirt available on geekandmerch.com. Yes. That would be amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I can give her one for Christmas. See? Yes. There, there you, you go. go. You're like, I do a podcast where I talk about this yes. stuff, and we sell T-shirts <laughs> yes. sometimes. I actually said that, and she was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah um well hello if you're listening uh aurora's mm. neighbor uh, <laughs> and i hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast i'm just gonna assume you're listening now so i'm guilting you even if you're not watching or listening 
okay, so episode five is called Journey into Mystery, and we start with Ravana Renslayer talking with Sylvie, telling her that Loki was not dead after all. In fact, he was teleported to a place that they like to call the Void, a dimension at the end of time where everything that the TVA prunes sort of just gets dumped. Uh, and also nothing really comes back from there either. They also deduce that the TVA's creator is probably hiding in the timeline beyond the Void. TVA mascot Miss Minutes stalls for time until the TVA troops surround Sylvie, but she decides to prune herself. Now that she knows the truth, obviously, she's going to go look for Loki. After interrogating Hunter B-15, Renslayer attempts to reach the TVA's creators. Apparently, even she does not know who it is. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the other Loki variants in the Void tell our Loki that a massive cloud-like creature called, uh, what is that called? Uh, Eliath? Eliath? Yeah. yeah, I keep wanting to say Elias, but mm -hmm. it's not. Eliath. Hunts and kills any life in the void. So uh, they're basically hiding out, uh, all of these Lokis mm -hmm. are. And it is, in fact, confirmed that Alligator Loki is, in fact, a Loki. Although he's kind of like Chewbacca or Groot in so much <laughs> right. as that, like, he just makes... He is in no way anthropomorphic. It is an alligator. An actual alligator, With yes. a Loki crown on. And, I don't even know if it's CGI. Yeah, <laughs> it may just be a real alligator, alligator. Uh, yes. that they just glued a hat onto. Uh, <laughs> and he will sometimes, I don't even know if it's a heat, they will sometimes make uh, an alligatory sound. And one of them will interpret mm -hmm. like Groot or Chewy. Right. Like they can <laughs> understand. Although our Loki has no clue. Anyway. Mm -hmm. They're hiding out, and Sylvie shows up when she runs into Eliath, and she's trying to escape when, I think maybe out of instinct or something, part of her enchants a little bit of Eliath, and she sees something. Mm -hmm. Bits and pieces. Well, she ends up being saved when a car rolls up like, like a pizza delivery car one of the wackiest pizza <laughs> delivery cars i've ever seen uh, somebody <laughs> said that it reminded them kind of like of pizza planet from toy story Toy story yeah that's exactly what i thought yeah yeah uh and driving this car is of course mobius and i immediately like i was relieved and happy but my thoughts then immediately turned to how disappointed aurora must be because it was mm -hmm. not on a jet ski yeah it was in a car amazing. they're really yep. teasing us about this he will show up in anything yep. aurora but a jet ski <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he will show up in a jet. He will show up yes. on skis, but not mm -hmm. the combination of those things. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. So he saves her from Eliath. Meanwhile, boastful Loki betrays the other Lokis for a second Loki group, which is headed by President Loki. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind later to find out that, like, a lot of these variants are from comic runs, mm -hmm. which I guess shouldn't blow my mind that much. But there is a lot of stuff. And yep. 
I thought President Loki was surrounded by a bunch of just thugs that he had saved because it turns <laughs> it turns out that this world is almost entirely populated with Lokis because that's what Lokis do. They survive. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe he would round up some of these other poor souls and had them working under him. Although, as was pointed out later, at least one of them was one of the Loki variants that was pointed out in a previous episode when they were showing the holograms of yeah, some of yeah, the Loki yeah. variants. So mm -hmm. these were apparently all Loki variants. It's just right. literally it's Loki's all the way down, like mm -hmm. uh, Mobius said. So boastful Loki betrays the other Lokis for a second Loki group, which itself devolves into fighting. Classic Loki helps alligator Loki, kid Loki, and our Loki escape. This is very difficult <laughs> to describe. <laughs> and eventually they meet up with Mobius and Sylvie. After Mobius returns to the TVA using the tempad that Sylvie previously stole, she attempts to enchant Eliath, but fails until classic Loki distracts it with a one-to-one -one scale illusion of Asgard, mm -hmm. yep. which was really cool looking. Yep. He also ultimately ends up sacrificing himself in the process. It is at this point that Sylvie tells our Loki that she cannot enchant him, but maybe if they can do it together, that like they would stand a chance, to which our Loki does not believe it is possible. He doesn't know how to do it. And she convinces him that they can. They are the same. Like, you can do mm -hmm. it. And they try, and they successfully manage to enchant Eliath. And the Eliath creature dissipates a little bit, or the clouds part, or whatever, revealing some sort of citadel beyond the void. And Sylvie and our Loki begin to walk towards it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Aurora, let's try to unwrap all of that. What did you think of episode <laughs> five? This has been my favorite episode so far. Mm -hmm. uh, it was so much fun. I think that I watched the scene where <laughs> where Loki says, is this a Loki too? And it's the alligator. Yeah. I watched that like 10 times. And every single time I watched it, I laughed. <laughs> like, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was so funny to me. Just just this <laughs> couple of seconds. It was just so funny how Tommy Hiddleston reacted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he it lives in a kiddie pool. <laughs> Like, that's his home. He just sits in a kiddie pool. Yes. And I think, did, didn't he, uh, like, take the hand of President Loki? Oh, yeah. He bit, he, I mean, he got into a fight with Boastful Loki, too. He did. Because uh, they, they had a scene where they were sort of talking about their, their Nexus events or mm -hmm. whatever. Kid Loki killed Thor. Um, I think... Uh, I don't remember what it was for Alligator Loki. He ate the wrong cat or something. Um, yes. It was <laughs> something along those lines. Um, classic Loki, his story was interesting. Uh, Very he, interesting, yeah. His story played out much like Loki's at, mm -hmm. after Ragnarok. He, uh, he and Thor's ship was confronted by Thanos, except... He created an illusion so elaborate that it even fooled Thanos and he faked his mm -hmm. death, essentially. Mm -hmm. But everybody else was dead and uh, he was so lonely that he decided to turn himself in, yep. uh, which was very sad. And what a great ending 
mm-hmm. for that. Like that's it's crazy to get that much of a character arc in one episode. Like this is these are not long episodes. They're about forty four minutes no. or so. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like we sort of went on like a mini journey with classic Loki a little bit. We did. Uh, we did. He was quite good in this episode. He was really good. He was really good, and uh, I I really like the fact that. Uh, when we, we you have all the Lokis fighting mm-hmm. and they betray each other, it's like what you expect of a Loki. Oh, <laughs> like, absolutely. When, when they were working together, it was like someone is gonna get backstabbed here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just tell. Um, but then you had classic Loki and Kid Loki and Alligator Loki like actually working together, which was weird. Yes. To watch. Um, <laughs> it's weird. And. My, I mean, there were a lot of like cool scenes in this episode, but my favorite parts were one when Loki says goodbye to Mobius and they hug. Mm-hmm. And, so sweet. And I also loved the whole any scene with Loki and Sylvie, um, and it it makes me worry a little bit because we've seen Loki so much in other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm where he betrays people when they trust him yeah and it seems to me that sylvie is like the the person that has trusted him the most and i'm so worried i don't want to think this way but i'm so worried that he's gonna betray her uh i don't i don't think that's gonna happen i don't know i really don't um i hope it doesn't happen it's just Loki has done this before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be out of character for him, but mm-hmm. I feel like if there's any time for the character to... under I mean, he does, to a degree, undergo a shift in the main timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, by the time... By the end, when he meets his end with Thanos, like, he's kind of a good guy at that kind point. Of. Yes. He's not all the way there. I feel like this show is sort of meant to turn the tide for him a little bit. Like, I don't think he's going to become a, like a Steve Rogers esque Mm -hmm. good guy, Mm -hmm. but I feel like this is going to be like a big character shift for him. I, I think he's going to stick around. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sylvie will probably be sticking around too. now watch like she not make it out of the next episode, which I'm hoping I'm not talking that into existence. Mm -hmm. But uh, because I I just saw a little bit together. I just saw a little bit of foreshadowing because there's a moment where they're sitting together and uh, sharing like a moment. Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, you you won't betray me. Right. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not. And I was like, why are they saying this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is this foreshadowing? I think that's 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 why I was kind of like, oh, please don't make him betray her. It could be like a foreshadowing red herring, though, or something where they're they're planting those seeds in your mind. But I I think that there's really some sort of thing. I mean, I I, again, they teased that they were going to kiss or something in this episode. Yes. uh, Mm -hmm. Where... Like they wanted to distract Elioth or something, and I'm like, I thought they were going to create some sort of uh, like uh, nexus event or or whatever. Like I thought that's what they were talking about when they were like, I don't know. Uh, but then it was just Loki running from him, like mm-hmm. like Malcolm in Jurassic Park trying to distract the T Rex. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah, I yeah. I don't even know where to begin with. 
there's so many things yep. in this episode. Uh, obviously, there's still... I know that they're teasing that the big thing is like who is in charge of the TVA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's... Uh, I mean... And look, this is this is difficult because it feels like it's going to be... It really feels like they're putting so much stuff in here to tell you that it's going to be this Kang the Conqueror fellow who's going to be in uh, uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania movie as the the villain. Uh, especially when they reveal the the castle or whatever beyond the beyond Eliath's Eliath's smoke. Um, mm-hmm. It looked kind of like the quantum realm. He has like a kingdom in the quantum realm. Uh, right. And time passes differently there, too, uh, as Ant-Man can tell you via Avengers Endgame. So it's. And, and like there's stuff all throughout this. Obviously, we talked in the past already about Judge Renslayer. Her comic book character has a lot of ties to Kang. Like they're very intertwined in the comics a big giveaway in this episode is one of the first things I noticed. One of the first times I paused this episode and rewound mm-hmm. because I thought this episode was taking place, not in the void where they dump everything. I thought it was taking place in the ruins of a timeline where Loki won, which I thought would right. have been interesting, like in the battle of New York. Cause you see like a ruined Avengers tower. And one of the first things we see in the void is they do this panning sweeping shot that leads us up to Loki with the other Lokis. But one of those things that they swoop by is the Avengers tower. And mm-hmm. it caught my eye immediately that like, I didn't see the a on it. So I'm like, that's weird. So I rewound it and I'm like, oh, like in the first Avengers movie, though, it was still Stark Tower. So I'm like, maybe it said Stark on the side. So I rewound mm-hmm. it and paused it again. And it didn't say Stark. It said Q-E-N-G, which uh, then my daughter then Googled with Marvel mm-hmm. next to it. And it's like Kang Enterprises, which turned out to be a thing that was like it was a corporation that Tony Stark sold the tower to in the comics. And the owner of Kang Enterprises is the alter ego of Kang the Conqueror. Oh. Uh, so I thought like they're I'm like, I feel like they're sealing it here. Like that's an Easter egg for the people who know or whatever. Um, so it's like a foreshadowing and it feels like there's been so many of these elements put into place. It could be, a, it could be a fake out though. It could be mm-hmm. somebody else. Uh, my oldest was like, what if it's a variant of Dr. Strange and he's in charge? Mm. Or what if it's a variant of Ravana Renslayer and she's the one who's really in charge? Um, or it could still be another Loki. Some people said that it kind of looked like the quantum realm, but a little bit like Asgard too, like the, some of the space around Asgard. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there was, I think the Dr. Strange stuff comes from like, there was yellow light emanating from the top of the tower of the castle, which I think people sort of associate that color maybe more with, with Dr. Strange, I guess. Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe. I mean, obviously, some of these things are all going to tie into one another because you've got all this multiverse stuff going on. And right. to be fair, I'm learning stuff that I didn't know either. Like, at first, I thought there were no, 
like one thing they tell you, and obviously I think we can throw out most of that TVA cartoon that we get in the first episode, where it's like the timekeepers took all of the the multiverses and compressed them into one sacred timeline. And clearly that is not true. Yeah, that's a brainwashing thing. Yeah, because yeah, like boastful mm-hmm. Loki is not Loki from another point on the sacred timeline. Right. He's Loki from another universe. So is mm-hmm. Alligator Loki, uh, all of those things. And mm-hmm. um, we get a little bit more of like animal Asgard too, because there's a moment where uh, we get like a camera pan and you see Thor's hammer, like right. the the normal looking one, not the one that boastful Loki has, which is like a variant Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. But there was also what appeared to be like a miniature Thor jumping up and down in a glass jar. Right. But when people paused it and framed by framed it, it looked like frog Thor from yes. the comics, which... Again, goofy, but this episode was full of goofiness. Like the yellow helicopter that said Thanos on it is taken from the comics where apparently Thanos at one time rode around in a yellow helicopter with his name on it. Yeah, I actually saw it on Twitter. I saw people sharing like the... the, 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 the drawing in the comic and I was like, this this is hilarious. Yeah, Yeah. I mean... That's what the multiverse will give you. It basically makes all of the comics canon. Like right. anything that happened in the comics happened in real life somewhere in one of these universes. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's the the bizarre nature of, of the multiverse. But uh, like all of those things were going on. For me, this was like a playground. Like I, I love this sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. I had so much fun. My, my main question though, is not, it's still not who's behind it. Like I am curious. Mm-hmm. I think it's more likely than not Kang or some Kang adjacent character, somebody working on his behalf or working with him. There is a, uh, like to me, my biggest, I'll, I'll go back to this Kang thing in a second. My biggest question though is still why is sylvie so important because as far as we can tell she had no nexus event she was just a kid playing with her toys because as as best as we can tell from what we've seen in the show if you create a nexus event they come and get you immediately like loki hadn't landed after escaping from new york he was there for maybe 20 seconds Like he wasn't even there for a whole minute before the TVA showed up to take him away. Mm -hmm. Sylvie was just sitting there playing with her toys in Asgard. And why is she so important? Like what was her Nexus event? And I don't know if she had one. I, I, I was, I was thinking about this and maybe I'm mm -hmm. wrong, but Mm -hmm. because anything that has to do with like time travel and time multiverse, like it's just also complicated, but, um, Renslayer, is the one that was tasked with Sylvie, mm-hmm. correct? And she was the one yes. that took her when she was little and yes. made sure that she didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder, because now we know, we kind of know that Renslayer is also clueless as to who is running this. Yes, supposedly anyway, but yes. Right. And my, I wonder if this was whole, this, this whole thing was a plan to actually make Sylvie do a huge Nexus event. Maybe. 
Um, like instead of like removing her, it was just creating a series of events yes. that will end up in something so huge that has mm -hmm. to be done by her. I, I, that's that's the only thing I can think of. Okay, so I heard I heard a theory that I think lines up with my theory. I have a theory about Sylvie, and mm -hmm. I think it lines up with this other theory that I've heard involving Kang. So I guess it involves, it, or at least it involves saying that we're going to go ahead and just say that that's who the creator of the TVA is. Mm -hmm. But it may not even necessarily be the case. Renslayer may be the creator of the the TVA, but it can still tie into all of this. So I heard a theory that posited, what if the person in the castle is Kang, but what if he's not controlling things from there? What if he's trapped there? What right. if he was trapped behind, like somebody put him there? Uh, because he is, he's in, in the comics, he is a Nexus being. He's very powerful when it comes to time and space, that sort of thing. What if somebody trapped him there behind Eliath and he cannot get out? And what if somebody created the TVA because they are closely aligned with uh, Kang the Conqueror and they're trying to find a way to free him? And this ties in to my theory my possible, th well, this is my theory. It's not my possible theory. It is my theory about Sylvie, but it's a possibility anyway, that maybe it's what's happening. So one thing that we are told throughout the show is that like, it's one thing that's covered a lot. Loki survives, right? But also right. another thing that's talked about a lot is Loki's also lose. They survive, but they don't win. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. the multiverse is like the universe is a big place, but the multiverse is an infinitely bigger place where literally anything that can happen will happen given infinite possibilities. So what if Sylvie isn't, uh, what if Sylvie isn't just a Loki who survives, but she's the Loki who also wins. Right. And she didn't create a Nexus event. Her Nexus event is just that, She's destined to succeed when other Lokis fail. So right. she is brought into this because her whole thing is to find the creator of the TVA, which is just a ruse to go to the void to free Kang from his imprisonment, which mm -hmm. uh, makes her think that she's ending the TVA. But really, the, all the TVA was was, in fact, an illusion like Loki, our Loki right, said it was. right. Uh, from the get-go, it's just to set up to try to get this guy broken free from the prison that he was put in. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then and that makes so much sense to me that it kind of has to be what's happening, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, and that's that's why I was thinking that maybe she's just a, a, a pawn. Yes. In a, in a huge plan from someone else. Yes. Um, because when usually when you see a character that's so determined in in one goal like mm -hmm. there's this one goal that she's been trying to do her whole existence yeah usually when that happens it ends up that you know <laughs> it's something else mm -hmm. it's not really uh she thinks she's doing it for a reason and the reason the reason is just to help someone else yeah she's um, unwittingly yeah. helping this she's been fooled right. she's been fooled into 
into right. doing this, but she's essentially been trained her whole life to be able to do this. And right. because her future is known that she is someone who will succeed in the face of odds instead of failing, she won't just survive. She'll also win that. Um, like, I, I don't know. It just feels like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know what's happening with Mobius. I don't even remember why he went back to the TVA. Well, I mean, he, he said, said he to was burn it, take down. it down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how? Yeah, Mobius. but like, what? By yourself? <laughs> like, I, what, do you, what do you just stick around, man? But I, I guess he's not. So mm-hmm. hopefully we catch up with him and find out what's going on there. But mm-hmm. uh, more importantly, I I feel like that's where we're headed. But I'm so hesitant to be like, that's definitely what's going to happen, Aurora. Because I had so many theories after episode three, and I thought they were dead on, and then episode four happened and crushed all of them. (laughs) So these all feel very, very likely. And if they're right, I will be happy and celebrate, but I will not be at all surprised if they are either off or way, way off. I I will tell you one thing. There's one character in this show that I don't trust one bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is Miss Minutes. Yeah, there's something about Minutes. Well, I mean, she was she proved to be pretty deceitful here, didn't she? Yes. In this episode. Yes. Um, yeah, I I don't trust. I, I yeah. didn't trust her before, but after this episode, I was like, this is weird. Like the way that she's acting. Yeah, she's too folksy. Too yes. <laughs> she's too yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. But also, yeah, she complete. It was also revealed though that she was absolutely stalling for time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as was Renslayer as well, but yep. uh, yeah, I, uh, I just feel like all those parts fit together very well. I agree. Yeah. That Renslayer created, like Renslayer created the TVA in an, in attempts to get, uh, to get a Loki, which I'm presuming is Sylvie because she is the one creature in the universe who could succeed in breaking out her friend or boss or lover. I don't know what like Renslayer might not even necessarily be involved. She pretends to not know who's behind it. But then again, if she's the one behind it, if Kang has literally nothing to do with the TVA and it was just, she created it in attempts to be able to get him out of his imprisonment. Um, this is assuming a lot of things, but it feels like yeah. it could be true. Now I'm waiting I mean, for I, it to all be blown away. But I thought that she was bluffing when she said that she didn't know anything. But then when she, after she talked to B15, yeah, it seemed that B15 got to her. Like she didn't really know. Yeah, I feel what's happening, and that's why I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know. Yeah, and, and maybe she doesn't. But yeah, I, I mean, know. part. I, I'm definitely. She's a, she's, a, she's a sketchy character. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I went way out on a branch here. I'm including multiple elements. Any one of them could be wrong. I'll just be, you know, like the lottery, Aurora. I'll be happy if I got a couple of the numbers right. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't expect to hit the jackpot on this one. It just feels like it all fits together for me. Like in my brain, it makes sense. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. They they play a lot of games with this show, so. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on episode five? And what would you give it? The only other thing that I wanted to add is that I love there's a scene where the other Loki's uh, Loki 
our Loki mm-hmm. uh, says that he really wants to go back to the TVA. Yeah. And the other Lokis are like, why do you want to go back? And I think it's classic Loki, the one that says, oh, you're going to go back to your glorious, glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. And he says something like that. Yes. Which means that for him, Sylvie is his glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? I think and, so. Yeah. And I, th- I, I really like that. <laughs> there really is some sort of connection there. I just don't know how ba- I feel like. I don't know. We we'll, we'll, we still got an episode left. They may pull the trigger. Yeah. I feel like they're they might feel like how we feel like is this like too weird for people because it might be too weird for people. Um I don't know. But nothing I mean, wrong what? with self-love, Aurora. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. And you mm. know, there's I mean, has there been any conf- like confirmation that mm. she's a Loki? I mean, not really, but I mean, you know, she was she was raised in Asgard and taken from there. I, she seems to she seems to essentially be like I am Loki, but like don't call me that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mm-hmm. like that name. Uh, I think that I mean I don't know how weird it would be for me if they actually like get together and they're both Lokis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like that might be another twist that they it, it tom- comes out that she's really not a Loki. Yeah, well. I mean, maybe everybody's a Loki, Aurora, at this point. Uh, it's not impossible. I was literally going to say that my Halloween costume this year is going to be, I'm just going to be a Loki variant. <laughs> just dresses yourself. Yes. I'm yep. just a Loki variant. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally everybody in the TVA could be a Loki variant for all we yes. know. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not impossible when you talk about the the breadth of the, the multiverse and you're talking about the potential of infinite, you know, dimensions or whatever. Hypothetically, any one of them could be like, or all of them could be Lokis, except for Renslayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, although she could also be a Loki. But I mean, that would sort of fit into my theory that she's yeah. just like trying to find the Loki in, you know, the the needle in a pile of Lokis, I guess. Uh and she's just going through them until she finds the one. Obviously, that guy at the reception desk, not a very good Loki. Uh, the one who didn't know what fish were. Uh, he wouldn't have been the best, but Mobius, he he could be a, a pretty good. He seems like a pretty smart cookie. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Although his love of jet skis feels like he's probably not a Loki. But uh, oh, also, I would like to shout out before we do scores for this episode. uh I would like to shout out that uh, whoever it was in the props department who decided to give Kid Loki a box of high C ecto cooler. I was <laughs> so happy to see that. So big thank you to whomever in the yes. props department was like, he should be drinking an ecto cooler. Yes. Because uh, yes. I feel like that person and I, like we are the same person because this is what I would have thought <laughs> as well. It's like that or maybe like a squeeze it or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, just yeah. some sort of 90s drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm totally there for that. Okay, anyway, <laughs> what would you give episode five? Uh, I have to give it a five. Yeah, yeah. have to. Five yeah. for five. Have to, yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to settle on... Uh, I think I'm going to settle on four and three quarters. I got to wait okay. until the next episode. Yeah, I was I was waiting, but it's just you know they they show me Mobius alive, they show me all these Lokis. I had so much fun, I laughed so much. Oh it was yeah, great. <laughs> and honestly, the hug between Loki and Mobius was oh, so good. It was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I, he and he did say he was going to go back and burn it down, which is what Loki told him he wanted yes. to do to mm-hmm. uh, the TVA. So I like that full circle. Mesh, and as but. he was hugging Loki, he looks at Sylvia and says, you're still my favorite. Yes. <laughs> okay, that was really funny. <laughs> uh, so good. Owen Wilson nailed it. Yeah. Lightning McQueen himself yes. showing up in a car to save Sylvie. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Aurora, that leaves us with but one episode remaining. That sucks, but I mean, I can't wait to watch it. Like, I'm going to watch it as soon as I can, but, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want this show to end. I never want any of these shows to end. But luckily, if you stick around to the end of Black Widow, uh, when you see it, it'll make you want to watch one of the upcoming TV shows as well quite a bit. So I'm very pumped for that show when it happens. Um, Anyway, no more spoilers. Everybody should should and can go out if they're if they can to go see that movie uh is a good time but while you're waiting to do that uh you can head on over to cinemageekly.com or you can check out the archives of the show and of course this podcast is listener supported and uh i continue to send my thanks for people in fact i believe i'll have to check my various inboxes but i believe a couple of people have sent pictures of some of the the merchandise that they've already received um and if i'm not mistaken i think one of them includes the one for this podcast so i'm gonna uh eagerly open all of those when my podcasting duties are done uh and there are a couple ways that you can help contribute like those good folks uh by our patreon patreon.com slash cinema geekly or the merch store geeklymerch.com uh, links for all of those are in the show notes. And I believe I mentioned this on the last episode of um, the Pod Jockeys podcast, but uh, the same applies throughout. Uh, if uh, you want to, uh, when you get your stuff, if you want to put some pictures out on social media or, or just send them to me if you're shy, because believe me, I get it. Uh, if you want to just do that, uh, for anybody who, who buys them, I am sending out... Uh, store codes for 15% off of your next purchase. So if people want to do that, I will gladly send you uh, a code to use if uh, you want to support again. So yep, links for all those things are in the show notes for this episode. And of course, this podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about the season finale of Loki on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm.